Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense With intuitive intelligence Hey, hey, and welcome to the Intuitive Intelligence Podcast with Bernadette and Julie O'Brien. I'm going to start us with our opening prayer, and then we're going to jump right in. Dear Heavenly Father, give us the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and a heart to understand all you wish us to know. Help us co-create a life of love, joy, and compassion for ourselves and others. Welcome, 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 and welcome back, Julie. Julie's been going through a lot. She's yeah. from Australia, so they've been going through a lot, and I just want Julie to reintroduce herself to those of you who have not seen her. Uh, maybe you haven't caught one of our past podcasts, but take it away, Julie. Okay, thank you, Bernadette. Um, yeah, so I'm Julie O'Brien. Um, I'm an intuitive empowerment coach, and I'm really sort of passionate about serving people to heighten their um, conscious awareness and also to step into their purposeful uh, life as well as work. Uh, but I suppose what I love is that I bring three elements together that I have lots of sort of like um, experience in, and that's the creative with the intuitive and the strategic. So um, that's sort of, yeah, as a very general way of um, introducing myself, that's me. And she's brilliant. But on top of all of that and, and why we wanted to do today's topic, which is about um, creative intuition and healing, uh, her work is evolving, continually evolving. And right now, you've been doing for the past, I don't even know how long, it's been a few months now, right? It's been evolving yeah. into this amazing yeah. art that's, that's right. healing, yeah. very, very healing. Yeah. So share what that is, because yeah, I absolutely. want everyone to know about that. All right. So I suppose way back in the beginning, 18 months ago, I left a, a corporate job, which was a, a very sort of high pressured um, job. I loved what I did and I did really well. The thing is there's something inside of me that was bubbling to say I've got to get out of this space and um, you need to go and create your own space. And, and I've got to say that's that was the beginning. I mean, after an awakening, uh, very much the beginning of me trusting my intuition. Mm -hmm. And so when I left, um, you know, I had a lot of emotional intelligence, a lot of NLP behind me. Uh, my coaching has been, you know, I've got 17 years of coaching. Uh, that was my intention. What I didn't intend on happening is that I had uh, complete burnout, which threw me into a nice little depression. <laughs> and um, I think as, as low as it took me, it was a, a space that allowed me to look at how can I help myself heal through this? Because I'm, you know, I've been through certain experiences before and I've had lots of therapies before. I knew who to tap into and I also knew what I was capable of doing for me. So um, I allowed my intuition to come through and my work started to change from being very sort of traditional coaching into more uh, intuitive and, and, and spiritual. And I had a lot of little gifts that started to really break through with, with tarot reading um, and with something that I called soul maps. So basically the, the more confident I became in connecting with people's energy, I would, you know, um, many practitioners use the outline of a body and I, I would start to just get different colours and symbols. So I played with that. Um, that then <laughs> turned into more of a, an abstract, um, you know, um, version of somebody's energy body. And then from there, 
the more I was healing and the more I started to really, um, uh, like really develop but heal, I'm going to say heal, part of me getting out of business mind or, or even um, healing mind was to just go into to silence. But a silence that wasn't about meditation, a silence that was about allowing myself to just be in um, what I like to call like a, a leap. You're just in that middle of that, you know, leaping from one side to the other. Right. Right of a river um because uh, through some other work that i was delving into is something called gene keys um i knew that a shadow that i had was addiction um which was not severe but enough that it's infringed on my life so to work through addiction was about being in silence and um, i've always turned to uh, drawing and painting and a lot of things that I, i wanted to develop in myself was to allow myself to to trust my intuition and to sort of color outside the line. So my works didn't have to be something that had a formation or that I was copying something. I really wanted it to to connect from within and come through. So I come across something called um, alcohol inks and alcohol ink um, painting. And um, it was quite ironic because just at that time I decided to go sober. <laughs> so I gave up drinking alcohol <laughs> and started painting with it. Um, but I had I had seen somebody's work that I, I know of a, a mum that decided to to instead of go back to work after having her baby, um, she was creating like cheese boards and things like that with this with this artwork. Um, when I started to play with it, there was something more jumping out of the page for me. There was my technique had its own little technique about it so I started to really explore and I think this is the time that I really um and and lots has happened in between it's like I really just allowed my intuition to come through and I was connecting with these artworks um a little bit like my soul maps I would just connect with the energy of a person I'd have intention put into it and then um it would choose the colors it would choose the formation it would choose little techniques that i would use and then all of a sudden i was i was having this motif that was a finished pro like product that would um i could scry into it it had symbology through it it had and then i was able to read <laughs> this motif and connect with somebody's energy so it sort of became something that i was creating as artwork people were seeing it and they wanted to to purchase it which I've had a few people do that are not what I would call intuitively inclined, yet they just saw it and they knew they had to have it. And then when they had it and they put it in a room, um, even now I keep getting the feedback that they just feel happy, you know, when they Mm -hmm. look at this picture. So it was funny how on all levels energetically it was working. And then, of course, now it's escalated into um, I'm now teaching other women on how to create this themselves so I had my first workshop uh, two weeks ago which was highly successful um I really just said yes to a couple of people and before I knew there were 17 people in the room (laughs) and um it was an incredible experience so yes that's a very very quick way of of um sharing that part of my and they are beautiful I mean there is like there's an energy behind each one of them a very unique like energy signature behind each one of them that I think is, is um, uniquely you, <laughs> uniquely yeah, spirit through you, honestly. I, yeah. Yeah. Which hence is that extra layer of not just trusting my intuition, but trusting my connection with spirit, because that's something that's always been at the forefront of, of any of my development work that I've been doing 
And um, there's also been that that journey of, you know, spirit, I want you to show me, you know, what is my full potential with my purpose so that I can start sharing that with, with the world because, you know, and anyone else that, that has um, the business sense, you can get quite in your head and technical around how you have to develop a business, um, especially coming out of the corporate space and, and creating, you know, what it is that I'm, and I'm such a multi-passionate, I, I can do several things. This was a way that started to bring everything together. Um, I'm teaching, I'm reading, I'm coaching, but it's also um, helping others to feel quite empowered when they start to do it themselves too. So it's an interesting um, methodology that's brought everything together. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the journey it took to get there? Um, yes. Where will I start? <laughs> well, I mean, cause I think it's fascinating. You and I have talked a lot since you've left corporate, you know, and, yeah. and before you left yeah. corporate about, about what, what, I guess the ego likes to think it's supposed to look at like versus yeah. what actually where it is right now, you know, and, yeah. and all the twists yeah. and turns um, and, and, and even the darkness, yeah, the shadows, definitely. like it wasn't yeah. that it, it's not a bad place to be, I guess is what I, I'm kind of wanting to draw out of you that journey. Cause so many people think, oh, I don't want to have to go through the dark night of the soul and I don't want to have to, you know what I mean? They want to yeah. avoid it. And yet out of that came what? Yeah, everything. And, and I think that, so in the beginning, I'll admit it was like it was happening to me so far as dark night of the soul. Um, because I, I believe that's what this was yet. I, this is the first time that it's taken me to uh, the brink of really wanting to check out for good <laughs> um, because I've had a postnatal depression before and I've had one other depression earlier on in my life. Um, I think what was different is that at the same time, so it's funny how my spirit just knew, um, Julie, it's time to, to, to like get out of corporate. It's time to get out of um, the matrix basically and out of anything traditional. When I'd spent my whole life working towards those outcomes, you know, I had got um, a recognition, I'd got a, a salary, I had, you know, I was supporting, you know, my children in private school. There was lots of things that was happening. So, you know, I have to shout out that my husband's been absolutely amazing to, um, he's never questioned. Now, he's a very practical and logical man. So there definitely was that, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> because we need to replace that. But there was a part of me that, um, because my certainty was about income, my certainty was about my status, that ego really come to the brink of um, of dying. And I think that's what happened on that day that I was at Cliff, you know, I did not physical, physically take actions because something stopped me. But there definitely was a, a, a spirit sense of um, something dying that day. And, and it took me lower. So I, I probably would look back and say, I want that to happen again, <laughs> because I know on the other side what happens. But at the time, it can seem very hopeless, very like it's controlling me. Um, and, and I was just, I just didn't even know who I was and what I was doing. And, um, and I think you've been there on the, on the, on the receiving end of many of those questions. And I think my greatest, um, blessing has been, um, you and, you know, I've got, there's two other people that I tend to, they just are there when I need them and they just hold the space. You know, you, you're not there telling me, you know, you've got to get through this, which, you know, you've got everyone else around saying, come on, you know, do you need medication? Do you need this? Do you need... Um, everyone wants to fix it when when actually the beautiful purpose of this is to sit in it and be in it. 
Yes. Because I had to get to a space where I only had myself to rely on. It wasn't about relying on anyone or anything else around me. And I think this is what really had me break down what I thought was security. So as far as the income went, I changed lots of things. I rebudgeted. I took a child out of school. I did all these things that to me at first, I think in my old ego would have been failure. Yet allowing myself to make a different decision and look at my opportunities, it um, it allowed me to see that there's that you move through this, there's possibility. It's just that you need to do and think differently. So um, my many nights of not turning to having a drink um, and one of my biggest things all over has always been food. Um, I was still I was still going to food, but the drink was really huge because I didn't realize that probably for a good 20 years. It's been numbing a lot of um, what I've been wanting to shut out or, or run away from. And, um, you know, just to sort of add into that, when I went through that depression, I had a repressed memory that comes through from when I was nine. Now, I think that was the biggest shock ever because um, I've always seen myself as being highly intelligent and knowing so much. But there was a part of my brain I didn't know. And, and, and I think that was what allowed me to step out and go, OK, it's time now to trust in something that's a bit bigger than you um, and not be so dogmatic to think that, you know, you can control it all. So it was it was many, many layers started to shed um, in saying that you've got many layers that are growing at the same time. And I think this is what we do in life anyway. It's um, taking off some of the, the layers that need to be to be let go and then building the next. So um, the art for me was very much about sitting in that space where I'd usually sit down and have a drink. Um, it was my space that I could just, there was no, there was no um, expectations. There was no limitations. It was just sit down and do a bit of this stuff. Um, and then some of them started to resonate with me. And then I just felt a real healing. Like there's a part of this and, and I'll say that it's a light language. It's through color. It's through, it's through frequency as well that um, there was a real healing for me to connect with the colors, to connect with the design, um, to then take that into meditation. For me, it just started to open up a lot more. Like I was just really going intuitively through this. Um, I was then all of a sudden, you know, and this is sort of things that don't have words around it, but I was just managing my dips a lot better. So when the bad right. days would come along, I would I would know that I had something that I could go to that would just allow me to be in that and and reflect differently. And so um, you know, as as the weeks turned into months, and now you know I've been sober for five and a half months. It's um, I don't even look to like I can now go into social situations, which was another big part of my life where everybody drinks, and I'm I'm doing that differently. I'm seeing it, feeling it. Um, and then some spaces I'm not doing anymore. So it sort of really allowed me to, to oh, wow. It just, I dealt with shadows. I dealt with uh, limiting beliefs, all of these things that for years I've been in an ego and a logic space of doing through NLP and, and rewiring that way. There's a part of this that doesn't have words. There's a part of this that is frequency driven. Um, and I'm still learning so much about it too. And I think what I'm loving is that the feedback that I had from the workshop, not about what I presented to them, but what they're doing for themselves now has just taken this to a whole new level. Um, there are women in really dark spaces that this has just been 
a lifeline for them and they don't even know where this is heading but it's allowed them and, and their their confidence has started to lift and and so for me um and, and this is why i really am quite passionate about this creative intuition um in the in the corporate space i was teaching these people about um intuitive leadership right and so the the creative intuition takes it that step further because i was doing an element of this with very big corporate leaders and executives where they were using chalk and they were just drawing these things with their eyes closed that when they opened their eyes they would they they couldn't understand how it could make sense and then when they started to allow their intuition to connect with what the colors meant and what some of the symbology was they started to think outside of you know the structure that they'd been given um and it started to impact the way they led so so i'm very much about creative um intuition because i I know for a fact it ignites that part of our brain that um, is to do with imagination, dreaming and creating. And I think we're just in a world at the moment, uh, especially with artificial intelligence on the rise, where that is a human consciousness that, that we really want to keep sacred and develop even more if we are going to step up into that um, new world, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I mean, honestly, when I look at everything that has been birthed out of this time period for you, I, I'm, I'm honored ah, that I get to be a witness to it, A, and B, because I do think it has a lot to do with um, that free flow. Like spirit can't be confined. And yet we try so hard to confine and limit, you know, and make sense of and rationalize and you know, I mentor a lot of different intuitives and, and they're all like, okay, what's the rule on this? And what, how do you do? There are no rules. Like you have to make them up as you go. Honestly, yeah. there are some, there are some, let's just say guidelines for safety and, and protocols, I guess, um, ethics for sure when you're working with clients, but when you're just walking with spirit, there's no container. No. No, and I think that was another um, another huge awareness that I made. So far as you know, this being that soul in a human body and honoring the human part, and and I'm it was very much about developing my soul connection and my spirituality. Yet it was also about connecting with what my human experience is and allowing my human my human defaults, my human errors, my humanness <laughs> um, to be there and, and, and become aware of that through ego. And, and some of this too, hence, you know, we'd have for you, it was five o'clock in the morning conversations um, that, that was just that um, you could grab me in that moment and have me look at something differently or think about it differently because there was that part. And I think we all have that as, as, as human beings that is a blind spot to uh, our gifts and our, our, our brilliance. But even to um, the shifting from, you know, corporate and structure to this intuitive and, and openness. And I, I feel that I'm quite transparent and open, but I obviously have things that I still keep, you know, um, that I'm not speaking so far as being able to identify as a psychic. And I mean, you remember that conversation we yeah. had. It was very hard for me to say it, and it was, and and you had me doing the 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 body barometer into the body pendulum, you know, and and I could feel myself resisting because <laughs> unconsciously I knew that once I say that word, um, 
I'm, I'm in different spaces, you know, because I, I still dabble in some professional spaces that um, get a little bit scared by those words. It, it was still a, a human uh, ego that was just not going to let me through. So when you have somebody holding that space and, and you have that trust, and I think that's something that I'm very blessed to have with you, I, I don't question it. I just allow myself and, and, you know, for you to hold that space and be patient. Um, when I'm in that space, it's they're the magical moments because once I let the floodgates open, my next bit of information comes through. And I think, um, you know, one of the biggest gifts has been patience as well. Uh, we tend to, you know, when we're very intuitive and we're aware and we can see so much, we, we also want it. We, we've got this knowing of this end result, but we sort of want it now. <laughs> so we could just move forward. And I found that um, that's not that's not how it works mm -mm. so um yeah everybody and, wants and, that and, right like even people yeah. that, that that call for readings you know they expect the psychic to know all and tell all and it's like that doesn't work like that like spirit's going to give yeah. you what spirit's going to give you and most of the time it's the next step and and you know kind of the general area where the path is going to lead you but and there's no way i could have predicted Mm. Or or yeah. spirit would have told you, hey, Julie, in like six months to a year, you're going to be sitting here making these amazing pieces of art and it's going to be using your gifts and it's going to create healing. Like then your analytical mind would have taken that and done what with yeah. it, perverted the living oh. hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, or and, and actually it. sabotage it. Yeah, definitely. And I think it was our very first conversation and it's going back like a couple of years now. I remember you saying in that reading, because that's how I met you. That's how I connected with you. Um, you just said that spirit's not going to let me go any further than this, Julie. Like, it's like, it's not that, you know, I can't, well, it's, yeah, it's spirit's just not, it's saying it's stop here. Mm -hmm. Just, just do this to here and that's it. And, and I think that's, that stayed with me a long time because whenever I'm going through anything, I'm just embracing that this is happening for a purpose. So being, what, what's it, what's it, what's this about? Um, and I'll say to my girls when I'm teaching them different things, it, it's it's like a it's like a cake mix and, and and making a cake. You can have the perfect recipe and you could have mixed it all together perfectly, but you know the real brilliance in in the quality of the cake is how long it's in the oven. So it's it's me learning that I can have all the ingredients, I can have all the knowledge, yet it's still about applying it the way it and giving it the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think allowing that to happen, you know, this 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 creative space has allowed me to really slow my life down a bit. So um, it's just, you know, a byproduct has been that I'm not over committing like I usually would. And I'm feeling into my energy. And when I know my energy is getting to a point, then I actually will shift things that I've had booked for, for that week because I know now not to allow myself to go into that space of disconnect uh, because that's when I burn out yeah. and, and that's just, and that can be easily done. You know, there's, there's obviously still a part of my brain that knows how to very quickly go back to logic, practical structure mm -hmm. um, because it's easy and it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and what this has led on to now um, after the, the alcohol has been food. So, you know, I've had the last two months of then changing my eating patterns and my foods so there's been a real ease into um, shifting my whole lifestyle uh, through this healing period. Yeah. And, and so I'm living and breathing and eating the incredible cravings, the impulses, the, 
and I'm noticing for the first time when I get triggered what that's about. So, and, and when it comes down to empowerment and choice, it I, I can't express how empower, empowering that is when you're in choice as opposed to having something else control you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just all been part and parcel of this creative intelligence that I've jumped into. Yeah. Well, you're listening, which is good. Yeah, that's it. Cindy's Absolutely. saying your drawings are so beautiful. I didn't realize they're for sale. So tell, yeah. tell <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, first of all, how do people find you? And uh-huh. how can they get their own work done with you? Absolutely. So I, I now at least have my my Facebook page, which is Julia O'Brien. But I've also um, got a little page with uh, called She Motifs because she being S-H-E-E is that, yes, I do work mostly with women, uh, but it stands for self-healing emotional empowerment. And with the motifs, um, and that's the page, that's what it's called. It's, it's um, capital S with a dot, capital H dot, capital E dot, capital E dot, motif, M-O-T-I-F. And um, that's the space that I am sharing. Um, so there's works that I will do. And as they're coming through, and another level of this has been that I really feel there's an oracle card set that's coming through for me. And I've just started to add a little bit extra to those paintings uh, because it's just coming through, so I'm going with it. So there'll be some that I I do, and they will have an element of, um, they'll have an intention and, and or they'll have a message that comes through. So I often will post them and I'll post the message with them or I just post them on their own and it's quite interesting. People are just connected and they'll ask, can I buy it? So when it's things like that and it's something that I've just created uh, with an intention uh, and purpose, um, they're, they're on their own. So did, did you want the prices as well, Bernadette? Am I talking about prices or not? I don't know. Um, I think that it's uh, just a matter of lead them to where they can get a hold of yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And because, because obviously the different sizes and and yeah. framed, unframed in the U.S. and Australia. It's all. So, yeah. yeah. Just how do yeah. they get a hold so, of you, I think, and then you can talk yeah. to them about um, how, yeah. to, how to get that done. Yeah. So, so that's where the individual sort of things will come in is because there'll be ones that are already done and it's just about sort of purchasing them. Uh, it will depend on which country as to whether I offer the framing because it can just be a lot more effective for you to do it in your own country. Um and then there's the difference in between if I'm doing a channeled work and a connected work, which um, I will have a, a bit of a session with somebody and connect with their energy. It's not it's not about asking somebody what's, you know, like you tell me what you want to know. It's, it's more about me connecting with some specific questions that allows that person to really get to a deeper level of what's at the core of many things that, that might not be working for them. And the the motifs always bring through um, highlights and they bring through strengths. It's never about, um, I've got to say, with my soul work, uh, my soul maps, that would bring up challenges, blocks and emotional things. These are very healing in the aspect that it's about this is what you're working towards. This is what are your your inner essence. This is your highlights. And so, you know, the person gets to focus on that. And I think that's what the healing element is. Because right. even in my work, it's not about focusing on problem. It's about focus, focusing on outcome. So, um, yes, yeah, so, so what I've been doing is, um, and that, that's connecting on an individual basis with each person to connect with their energy, and then I'll create that. 
Um, what I found when I started to, because I, I found a lot when I was doing the workshop um, that, that I would intuitively, first of all, there was one where I intuitively gave them a color and there was one person who really repelled the color, but she said, I'm going to go with it. And it was yellow. And um, the feeling that come through her first uh, motif was in and around an area of life that she really wanted more joy. Yet she had really put strategies in on how she wasn't, she didn't have time. She couldn't do it. Um, you know, I've had all these things go wrong. It's not going to happen for me. So it was so interesting that the color repelled her because that was the healing color <laughs> that she actually needed to work with. So, um, you know, there's all sorts of things, whether I intuitively choose the color, whether I have the person do that, there's so many different things. And that's what I want. I want this to be an individual, like this is my style, my signature creation. Yet it's very much about the pure connection to that individual because um, like you said before, spirit has there's no formation. There is there's no limits and there's no boundaries. Yet maybe for the path that you're on right now, you, you and this is how I like to work is you just want to have some insight right now to those next steps forward, because yeah. then they will always, you know, lead you even further. And and um, I'm finding and, and I've put up a few of the the paintings around. And I'm feeling the energy in the room. So I'm not really into feng shui as much, but there's something <laughs> or there's something about the colors and, and putting the intention into the room. Color therapy has been um, a useful tool, though, with with healing for so many years. You know, yeah. I mean, if you think about it just from from the standpoint of like I took Bella to the to the mineral gem and mineral store. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I said, all right what do you want? Look up a couple things and then go look at those and tell me if that's what, and yes, she, the, some of the stones she wanted, kyanite was one of the first ones that came out. Sodalite was the other one. And then I told her to look at the moonstones and then she was automatically drawn to certain stones just by their color. One of them was yeah. a rainbow obsidian, which she had never really seen before. And she was like, I have to have that stone. I was like, yeah. and that's kind of perfect for who you are. That's right. That right? right. Like yeah. I yeah. think even intuitively we know what we absolutely what we need and, and what we're drawn to. So mm -hmm. this work that you're doing right now is just simply amazing to me. And what it's yeah. come from. I mean, it can't when you think of like dark night of the soul and you think just darkness and you think about hitting the void and you think about like I can't go on another minute. Oh my god, it's such a black place to be, right? Um from that place all this other stuff is birthed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and when you were talking then about the color, I think the importance of color is that, you know, I've, I've worn black because I am in black today, but um, it, I've always gone to black all the time. And, and when I used to hear that, um, you know, it's about covering up and, and I, and I think that the biggest thing that come through my healing was that I always thought, well, I was working on what I thought was my self-worth. What I didn't realize is what I what was really at, at the bottom of it is uh, my safety. So once I clicked in to what the real like core wound was, um, I don't know. I, I want I was attracted to wearing different colored clothes, and that's very different for me. So I suppose the biggest thing I ever did, and I knew that this was you know part of my awakening uh, you know four years ago, was when I colored my hair red, and um, and I'm feeling a shift to to change the color again. So I'm really embracing color on 
unconsciously not realizing that it um that it has such a therapeutic element to it and that naturally you know and I bought myself flowers this week and I'm it's the colors I I go out now and part of my therapy was to go out and ground myself but to to really breathe in the fresh air but you know you look up and it's um it's very much about the color of the sky or the color of the the trees and and like you said earlier we've just had some crazy months here where um you know most of our land was brown and we had smoke in the sky for weeks and uh there was no color and it really had a feel to it when we were in that gray and when we were in the black and we we're in the dark and it's all very symbolic and so i think there's so much more to come out of this and that's why i'm super excited and every day i wake up this excites me like every day this excites me and if i have a moment because it's not like they take hours to do um, I can do them in my moments and it just allows me to fill in moments that just give, gives me whatever it is I need um, to move forward. And yeah. um, it's it's been extremely, like I'm not even aware yet on just how many layers there are. Um, but it's, I'm it's sure it will continue yeah. to grow. I mean, honestly, I can't, yeah. it's got to continue to grow. Yeah. You're at the beginning stages of this and, and, yeah. I think there's so much more to come with it, but Absolutely, the therapeutic yeah. benefits and, and just the ability, because when I see them, when you post them, um, literally, I think it is about awakening certain parts of our energy and, and ourselves that is ancient. It's been with us. It's in our DNA. Like yeah. it, it, And you are into the gene keys, and which is very tied to astrology. So it is awakening those things within us that maybe we're not standing in as far as our strength and we need to tap. So your work is amazing that way. Thank you. No, thank you very much. It's, um, well, and I love that, you you know, you've sort of stood there and, and um, watched it all <laughs> because you knew where I was at, you know where I'm at now. And, and, and it's been great to have that, um, that feedback and that, like that um, acknowledgement, because when you're in it, you're not really aware. You're just, you're just allowing yourself to connect to intuition and it becomes a very, soulful space and and i do believe that i shut a lot of people out for a long time and i think i needed that so you know if we if we look at the hero's journey i was very much in a cave for quite some time um to come out now and and do this and and i did not intend to have this as part like you said you know if somebody would have told me this is what i would have been doing i would have dismissed it because to me it's like but so easy how can it be this easy um <laughs> And it is, <laughs> um, and so now it's a, it, it is. There's there's a part of it that it's it's about how do I connect and and how do I do I um, deliver it the most effective way. But at the moment, what it's giving me because um, you know I've had some profound stories with with some some ladies that it's just done some amazing stuff, and and I love that. I gave a few away at Christmas for gifts, and um, it's you know the women. It's funny at Christmas we all got together to say hello. And so we had them all around and as each of us with our intuition were able to connect, there was so much we could read into them for each other. So um, these actually do have sim that there's formations that come out and it's, and I'll see something different, but it layers on what the person, you know, it just connects with the person's energy. It's just really amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, But think back to the Aborigines, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Indigenous and, and for every ceremony, or even war or hunt, they use different color paints on themselves mm-hmm. and on their horses. 
And and if it was a vision quest, same thing, different, different colors, different symbols were used in every single thing they, they did. It was incorporated yeah. into yeah. Um, what would seem very mundane things in the world. Color was mm. incorporated. Symbology was incorporated. We got away from that, you know, mm. for whatever reason, our world shut all of that out. And I do believe it's all coming back, coming back very differently, though. Um, in a modern day sort of interpretation in a way where it can still touch us and reach us at a deep level. So, oh, definitely. And and I think too, it's that child, I'm, I'm very much about inner child work. And, you know, I know before, before all this started, I'd often say to, you know, big corporate leaders, take your shoes off and, and walk through the mud with your child and just simply to walk through the mud and then print your footprints. And they would, they would, they were horrified that I'd say that, or just get some paints and just run, run your fingers through it because I'm an I'm a very kinesthetic learner, so I'm very hands-on. I need to experience something. So of course, that's always been my way to explore things, and um, I, I know how therapeutic that can be because let's play with paints, and it doesn't matter what it looks like. But also kinesthetically, what that's doing for me and others on on that level, it's going back to you know you watch children, and when they are, they're creating all the time, they're imagining all the time. My son's ten, and I listen to him sometimes. <laughs> because he's always doing something and I'm just in awe of of how differently the brain works but how we trust ourselves and how confident we are when we're in that space so a lot of this is about the the adults reconnecting with that inner child working with color working with creating because um I know that it I think differently once I've done that I just it just ignites something I start to get all these ideas and and it's just it's just very, very um, therapeutic and, and very sort of, you know, it's creating dreams, you know. It's just, yeah, it just does all that sort of stuff. So, yes. back to it. How do I put this to you? Because I think that the, the, I want to highlight one of the most important messages through this entire journey for you as it continues and, and the journey's ongoing. Um, but going back to where we began two years mm -hmm. ago or however long it's been, um, mm -hmm. it is possible, right, to have joy, follow your intuition, mm -hmm. be on purpose, and actually have a life if you're willing to die to all the other stuff that you've been trained to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't have believed that. <laughs> but this journey has shown me that and beyond. Um, I don't even think before I ever, I didn't ever see my life. I don't know. I never felt like I was living life and I was quite, I was quite happy to just go whenever anyone was ready <laughs> because I just didn't get what life was about. So this joy that I didn't realize um, was suppressed and I was yearning for um, has just, and, and the other day, it's funny, I, 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 I was cleaning and I found the, my God box. I haven't visited that since I worked with that <laughs> with you. When I took it out and there were several, and I've kept them there because I want to share it with you later, um, there's several that has been answered. It's See, part of my, I have resistance because there's a part of my brain that still wants it guaranteed. I want the plan. Just tell me the plan. I'll follow it. Um, it's, it wasn't in until it's sort of like, you know, let's just jump in the fire and see what happens. <laughs> it's, it's like, I know it's going to be painful. The more I did it though, I knew it and um, I allowed myself to fall into it and I allowed myself to not know sometimes. 
because I just kept that trust and that connection to knowing that, um, you know, and I'm going to say spirit because it was my soul connecting to my higher mm-hmm. self and beyond that it, when I took the action and I, and I had, you know, somebody hold me in that space, that the outcome was so much more brighter and brilliant than I ever, ever expected. And so now, and I'm only just beginning it's, it's the way you see things that allows your human brain to um, believe in possibility and believe in freedom. Because I, I believe that deep down, that's another big thing that I work with is I'd love freedom. <laughs> and um, so I've, I've, you know, I've created things that give me freedom. You know, I didn't have to, I was very much an all or nothing. So I used to want to run away from things. I now can stay in the space, experience it, but also create the freedom experiences so that I'm working towards what my bigger freedom is um and I don't think we ever arrive at the exact like at the end and so I think what what I've learned is an attitude and a belief and a connection that um I just have a knowing would just keep moving me forward so that when the when when the shadows come in because that's going to be part of things I've got so much more to learn um there's that belief in myself that allows me to to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and each time I push through it's more and more exciting and um and you and you, you become okay with what people might say or what people think and I think it now doesn't I'm matter <laughs> no I think I'm so well known as being you know completely off off track you know non-conventional that um, I'm okay with that whereas once upon a time that would have been a disaster for me. It would. Well, it was. <laughs> I was a complete, well, I felt I was a complete failure and I definitely wasn't going to go anywhere. I'm doing things now in my parenting, in my marriage. Um, you know, and I'm talking about 20 years down the track. So my marriage has been able to survive this long to actually move into a whole other place now. My parenting. So my 16-year-old has been able to survive and, and it's not about looking back on mistakes because of, Another thing I believe in, in in contract, you know, soul contract, is that there's all purpose in this. So even when things seem dark, there's purpose in it. Um, and I'm here for, I'm here, I'm here to do it. I think that was a big thing too, is making the decision to to stay and um, and to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all hit that place at one point or another. You know, mm. if you're going to be conscious, let me let me clarify that. If you're going to be a conscious person. I don't know of anybody who who awakens to the reality of their own consciousness that they're actually creating it, you know, who doesn't hit the night of the dark soul or dark night that's of right. the soul. I don't. I, I And I think that's part of the journey, too, is understanding that the shadow spots and the dark spots always give birth to the light. I mean, yeah. we were encased in this really dark place for nine months before we were birthed onto this planet. You know, it was right. a very insular, very dark, watery place, very dark. And then we were birthed yeah. into the light. And I mean, even the rituals we do or ceremonies we do within the TV, it's the same thing. You're through the night, all through the night. And with that fire going and it's super hot and you think, oh, my God, I can't sit up another minute. I can't I can't I can't stand the heat. I can't stand any more of this ego battle because your ego goes through a battle. And just when you think you can't take one more minute, that's when the sun hits that pole on the other Mm -hmm. side of of the teepee. And you're like, I made it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then when you come out of that little hole crouched over after a long, long night, you're like, I can do that again. And then you do, you know, and you go through the same battle again and again. And I think we do that in our lives repeatedly. But what comes out of all of that is just that pure essence of, of expression of joy, you know, and the gratitude and the choice. And it is a choice. I mean, you're choosing, I'm going to do this my way. I'm not going to do it the corporate way. And you've been there, you know, yeah. many yeah, times definitely. when you've had opportunities to go back to the corporate world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think when I knew that deep in my heart, I could say no to that um, because I don't know, well, I've, I've, I've created what I've created now. And, and I know that's, I just know that's part of me. Whereas it it could even now today, it would be very easy to take one of those roles and go back. Um, but I know where that leads. So it's like that's not even in my. I don't even tolerate that anymore. There are parts of this moving forward that I don't quite know yet. And yes, I do want this to be my purpose work. So you know, there's parts of that that um, I'm still learning to understand how to do that. Uh, yet most of this is very much about the trust. And and I think the biggest message that can come through too, because I know if, if anybody's listening, you know, it's it's great to listen to something and you get in, invigorated and you get motivated. But I think the biggest thing is to know, even in the darkest, darkest moment that you have and and you really get to that point of thinking this is, um, you actually, it's like you do give up and go, okay, I'm done, I'm done. But there's that part that's very unconscious that goes, I'm actually now giving it all over to spirit, not I'm done. Because if you were done, you'd take different actions. And I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. um, and and so, it, you know, it is like when you're having a child yourself, you get to a point where you go, I can't take any more pain. And then it just takes you to this whole other level and you step into your brilliance and it, and it happens. And so I think, you know, anybody that's listening, that whether they're in this experience of, of, a, of a dark night or or that they go through these bouts, you know, I can't, I can't explain how many times over the last, especially the last 20 years, you know, I can't say that much of it was, was happy or that I had any joy. I was very much on autopilot and in pain a lot, physically, emotionally, all those sorts of things. I love that at this age and stage of life where I could have sat back in ego before and gone, but I'm pretty much at the end of my life. I'm, I'm too old. Um, it's where it's it's where it's all begun. So I now reflect back on all my experiences of being so valuable, because I want to honour them as well, and honour the people who, um, you know, I, I I don't say that I have forgiven everyone that I need to. Probably there's probably only two that I really have have struggled. But with many people, and I've found this in the last twelve months, my there's no anger, there's no um, blame. It's really about owning my part them having their part and um, remembering that little story of how, you know, when you're up there and you're coming down here to have this experience that you've got that other little soul that says, well, I'll come down and, <laughs> and help you learn that bit. Um, I really have released a lot of um, anger, frustration and, and hurt. And so if I just continue to do what I'm doing and can do that more, then um, I can only see that it gets better for me as well as others. It really shifts an energy when you go into a space with somebody that you may have had um, anger with, and and again, you know, it's it's putting it's putting a, a, a measured um, safety around it as well. There are some people that you're just not going to connect with, and that's that's understandable.
but it's very much about knowing that it's you're never you're never done until you're done so if you're still there whinging about it if i can say that respectfully then there's still that possibility that you're about to break through um and that's these are just the little things that i keep reminding myself and you know even up to last night somebody phoned me late last night um you know that's been in a separation and you know they found out that that their husband's actually been having an affair for all this time um I could see and I could watch in her and I could see what was coming, but it's when the mind and the body gets that shock and that realisation, it's it's to be at those moments to remind those people in the softest way that you can that this honestly makes you stronger. This is what turns the lights on. This is what is is driving you to your ultimate purpose for you to really enjoy life and love the the way that you, you are honoured to do that. So um you know i can't sort of advocate as much as i do now that when i see people in those spaces i know that it, you know it may not be my way but i do know that you move through this and just keep listening to these things and, and, <laughs> and just keep putting one foot in front of another um it's not about the big leaps and bounds it's about the little things that um that create the next opportunity so yeah. so would you would you agree um everything that we go through from the beginning of our lives until, I don't know, maybe our dying, dying day is all about finding joy in what we're doing. Yeah. That if we Definitely. actually made that the priority and, yeah. and the understanding that even in the darkness, what we're still searching for is that light of joy. Yeah. Um, and that we can have that even in the darkness, that that's kind of the ultimate purpose in life. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Because that's and, what and connects I, us, right? That's what connects us to, to God and that's what connects us to who we really are. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the essence that drives a human being. You know, it, it is about the experiences and the feeling of joy. Um, you know, in, in layman's terms, it'll be about, I want to be happy. I just want to find happiness. But deep down, the essence is about joy because it's not just about having happiness. Mm -hmm. And we may have had this conversation before. There's something more to joy there, there is this absolute blissfulness, this mm -hmm. alignment, this connection, this pure source of being. And um, it definitely is that expression of all that light of joy. Yeah. I think joy is like, I, I think joy describes what, what love is, what real love, not conditional love. I mean, unconditional love. And, and the times when I've been able to have moments to touch source and be in that energy and absorbed into that energy. And there's only moments, even as a psychic, there's only moments where I get to actually behold it and feel it to, to the deepest parts of me. Joy doesn't describe it well enough, but we're all reaching for that. We call it joy. It's incomprehensible because it because it, it includes love and peace and and limitless and freedom. It could, all of those things. But the best word to describe it, I think, in human terms, would be joy. That's what we're all journeying through all of these dark places. So when you can express it in art the way that you do, from a place of touching spirit and then evoking that in the individual, I would say that's pretty miraculous and magical, my dear. Yeah, it, well, I do find myself sort of, um, whether it be a message or a conversation, I, I really feel, I feel that elated feeling for that person. 
because a few people there I know where they've been and and for them in one shift to create that themselves and feel that it's um it's such a blessing and and it is part of that purpose work of that higher you know even in corporate it was about heightening you know the consciousness of humanity I've always that's always been a driver for me but this takes it so much further and it is those little moments. And I think it's about allowing yourself to catch yourself in those moments to breathe in when you have that perfect alignment. And it's a, it's a pure feeling. It's like a, a big ray of light just comes through. Um, and I have moments now because I've, I've come so far and I'm creating those spaces where I don't know what words to put to it, but it's a feeling. And I just allow myself to really breathe that in and allow myself to connect to it because it's, um, it's what we're all, it's, it's what we're journeying towards, definitely. Well, mm. thank you, A, for being um, a way shower. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I know you would say, no, that's not me. Actually, you are. You're that light that goes, okay, I can hit the edge of the cliff in complete darkness and not know that I want to go on or how I'm going to go on. And then I go on and then it gets worse. And I think I can't go on. And then I still go on and then you create this just amazing space. And right. and these amazing things come out of you that can only be described as God. Thank you. Yeah. I, well, I love that I'm that I'm able to um to connect and channel that through. It's, right? Um, yes, it's very fulfilling. Yeah. I can't wait to see what comes next. I can't. Thank I'm excited. <laughs> So yeah, Thank if you. any of you guys want to connect with Julie on our podcast page itself is if you look at the description, all you do is click on Julie's name and it will take you to her Facebook page. From there, you can find She Motif um, and any of the other things and connect with her with all of her brilliance because she is very, very brilliant. But these new things that she has been doing, um, <sighs> I can't even, you know, I, I can't because I can feel the energy that comes off of them. Every single one that you've posted so far, I'm just like, oh, <gasps> I was take my mind. I was have to stop breathing for a minute and and look at really look at it because there is an energy behind every single one of them that you put out, and I think thank they're you. brilliant. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And who's to say that that isn't an another avenue? I think it's. I think it is part of the sort of reawakening and the renaissance of what we need to bring back onto this planet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So. Well, thank you, dear. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you okay. very much. And those of I'm you who grateful. haven't heard our podcast before, go back to our older episodes. Julie and I have talked about, um, we talked about NLP because she is, she yeah. is high level NLP master um, at, with so much to offer. And we will continue. We, we did take a break of doing them together because Australia was enduring much catastrophe <laughs> for, for a while there. Um, things are now starting to calm down, thankfully. Um, yes. But hopefully. They're going, they're going the opposite way now. It's thunderstorms <laughs> and rain. And large hail balls. Oh, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, protected nonetheless. So we'll see what comes mm. next. But Julie and I will be doing tackling some other topics together once her internet is back. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the power <laughs> restored back to Australia. So subscribe to our channel and 
follow her, make sure that you click her notification buttons too, so that you get it when she goes live because some of her lives are amazing. I love listening yeah. to you live as well. Thank so. you. <laughs> so anyways, Thanks, all right, you guys, we will see you guys later and yeah. Um, yeah, catch us in the next one. Thank you. Thanks everyone. <laughs> Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense with intuitive intelligence